nothing but Star Wars. Give me those Star Wars. Don't let them end. Here we go, everybody. It's the first, not the first episode. It's the ongoing series that is Star Warrantine. That's right. And with our new theme song that I produced... Which is Bill Murray singing about the Star Wars on Saturday Night Live with Troy suddenly talking about how he has kinks in his neck in the background. <laughs> oh my god. I loved the ongoing saga of you making this theme song. Is like, hey, I made this theme song. I'm like, oh, when? Oh, when you were over there talking about the kinks in your neck. They won't be able to hear it unless they're really listening. And now I'm pointing it out. <laughs> I'm going to point it out as hard as possible because I'm the three professionalism is so right good. <laughs> I'm three and a half beers deep right now. I'm going to point out how much I fucked up this theme song. <laughs> you talk about he had kinks in your neck. Guys, the kinks in my neck. They're nothing to scoff at, okay? Are you sure? Let's 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 uh let's check the theme song and see how bad they really are. Listen close and see. Nothing but Star Wars. How bad are they? Sound pretty bad. <laughs> oh, they're they're terrible. <laughs> they're terrible. Uh, boys, today we're going over uh, Rogue One, our last departure of the main Skywalker saga, yeah. before we jump right into right the original in. trilogy. Now the original, the 1977 That's right. film. That's next week. That's, that's yet to come. Yet to come. <laughs> uh, I can't wait. We, uh, before we get into Rogue One, thank you, Hot Take Havens, for joining us once again. Yeah. From, uh, your, from your remote location now that we're both in the studio. But hey, maybe next week, all three of us in studio. Maybe so. Make it so. Dangle that carrot out there. Dangling that <laughs> carrot. Call us Bugs Bunny. I'll, I'll buy you a big jug of wine you can have. <laughs> so you can have it all. Ooh. <laughs> I, like, I like that he's like, no, uh, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Give it. Uh, I'm in. A little bit about Rogue One before we get started here. Came out December 16th of 2016. Had a budget of $265 million. Quite a quite a hefty penny there. Domestically brought in $532 million. And worldwide brought $1.056 billion. Bam. The old Disney piggy bank. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has this at 84%, IMDb 7.8 out of 10, and Metacritic 65%. Shit. I know. Uh, what, uh, what are we thinking about, uh, Rogue One here? Hot take, Havens? Yeah. Give us a synopsis of well, what happened in Rogue One. Well, let me tell you, let me, let me backtrack here. To the Rotten Tomatoes, IMDb, all that you crap. They're a bunch of freaking liars. They're you a bunch of freaking liars because this movie sucked. What? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. Stevens <laughs> is here. And I'm telling you, I almost turned this crap off. Holy shit. 
I I hated this almost as much as the Clone Wars cartoon oh crap you guys God. made me watch. Oh my goodness. So we <laughs> we we said that maybe last week we weren't quite sure how you're gonna take it because maybe you have no Yeah. You have no reference to what it's building up to. Yeah. And you really don't see these characters ever again. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, th- this is <laughs> this is quite a surprise. <laughs> this is a surprise because I really thought you'd well, be like, I'm, yeah, it was pretty I'm... good. <laughs> <laughs> no, this movie was garbage. I hated it until the very end. <laughs> I I had no connection with the characters in this. I did not like the lead female actress. I I did, did not like. Could not get into her at all. I didn't know who like any of these people's names were. I thought the I thought the female actress's name was Rogue One until like they <laughs> they named the ship Rogue One. I was like, is her name Rogue One? What's going on here? <laughs> I I was so thoroughly confused. Maybe I was in the wrong mindset when I watched it. I don't know. But at twenty eight minutes in, I have a note. Thirteen <laughs> minutes in, I wrote. I'm thoroughly confused. <laughs> and at 28 minutes in, because I did a time check to see when it was, I was really close to turning off the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I powered through did because want- I remembered how I turned off the first Star Wars. And then I went back and watched it and ended up enjoying it. I was like, you know what? I'm going to power through this. Maybe I'll enjoy it. And there were some parts towards the end that I liked. But my god, this movie went on forever, and I hated nine-tenths of it. <laughs> Boom. So, Hot so, take havens, putting my wine down. My god. <laughs> so, uh, so, Cole, before we move on for our opinions, what do you think happened in Rogue One? <laughs> oh, okay. So here's a synopsis that I can give you what happened in Rogue One. Okay. So we're out in this weird, like, farm field, and some weird-looking dude comes up with all these stormtroopers and tries to attack this family, but the dad is taking care of everybody. The mom comes up and gets shot and killed, and then this girl, Rogue One, is her name as far as I know, she goes and hides until old Forrest Whitaker comes and saves her, and... uh, then we fast forward to this girl having to go and talk to her father for the Empire on Jeddah. And eventually we see Darth Vader do some cool little tricks with like his, <laughs> his lightsaber. I, guys, this is not my favorite movie. I did not like this. The synopsis is awful on my end because I just could give two... <laughs> actual big heaping shits about this movie <laughs> oh my god you know what for your feelings towards it that was a decent synopsis it was as it, as oh, it, as it stands you guys are being too generous <laughs> so let me tell you i didn't go back we've reviewed this before yeah um i didn't go back and listen to it because i didn't re- really want to be swayed but i remember when this came out its trailer was deceiving because it had a lot of footage in the trailer that was not in the movie. Yeah, and I remember you kind of shit all over it because you were like, they didn't have this. But there were some cool parts in it, though, that I wish they were still in the movie. Yeah. But um, I didn't go back and watch the trailer again. I just watched it for what it was. And I actually liked it, I think, 
probably more than what I originally did. Yeah. When we first reviewed it. Um, Get out of here. Well, hot take havens. Here's a hot take for your hot take. This is probably one of my favorite movies of Star Wars that Disney came out with. <laughs> <laughs> what? Let, but let me. Oh my god. Let's set the record straight. Yeah. This movie can't really be appreciated until you see the next one. Yeah. Until you see the original true. Star Wars. Yeah. Because so lo- you guys are setting me up for failure. <laughs> no, we're no, just doing we're it the doing dumb way. We're doing what we said we were doing. We're putting it in all in chronological order. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the this. But really, you only will understand... There's, like, one offhand comment coming up in the next movie that this whole movie was extrapolated on. Yeah. And and if you blink, <laughs> you miss it. But I think that that little idea makes, like, a great plot and a great little flick. Yeah. Granted, I think it's way more expanded in this than it needs to be from going here to there to find this person, to find this person, to find this person. Mm-hmm. And I do think the large cast in this, some are underutilized and wasted. Uh, yeah. Where they only really needed probably like four people. They had like seven. And I don't think a lot of... Yeah. Like the pilot is underutilized. Yeah, he's he's not a big deal in all of this. No. I don't even remember his name. <laughs> yeah. He's just like Imperial Pilot. Oh, the names. I had a huge problem with the names in this movie. <laughs> like, at first, at first I, I put a note saying that I was so happy. They made this movie for me because they started putting words on the bottom of the screens. <laughs> like, they would say, like, oh, we're going to this this planet. And I was like, oh, my yeah. God, they're putting the names up. They know that there's people like me that screw up names. Yeah. I actually and like then they that, stopped too. Doing it. Yeah. I like that they did that actually yeah and the another strength of this movie is i think gareth edwards the director and his ability to really um manipulate the scope of things to make them look large at larger than life yeah whereas like other movies regardless of the old original trilogy or the um newer movies i think f- don't do as well mm-hmm you really feel the scale of everything in this. Yeah, like, I think... So, Cole, beyond just the plot in general, because I know it's kind of hard to, to to latch onto that, like, what did you think of, like, the aesthetic and, like, the background and everything? Because I feel like this this movie in particular, even, like, compared to Solo, this feels like it has, like, a different aesthetic than Solo did. Um, yeah, and I didn't think about that when I was watching it because I was so turned off by everything else in the movie, (laughs) but I did like how they laid everything out and how you got to see, kind of like you guys said, like the scope of everything. Yeah. Um, I thought that they did a pretty good job in that as compared, definitely as compared to Solo. Yeah, because I, um, I almost kind of want you to get your opinion on this after we watch Star Wars, like the the original one, because I think out of all the Disney movies, this one is the best when it comes to showing that aesthetic that Star Wars has, where like I, I, it almost feels flawless between this movie and the next movie. Like you can see these two taking place like almost simultaneously next to each other. Yeah. Okay. 
I mean, you'll definitely yeah. be able to tell this one's the newer one. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, for sure. But it's like with like with like the design and everything. Like I feel like the design. There's so much detail in the design and everything in this. Uh, that and they used unused footage from the original movies yeah. in this movie. They used the used like footage from the original Gold Leader and Red Leader from Star Wars to do the whole really uh, yeah to use yeah. the whole to do the whole battle scene at the end when they take out like the, the the shield over the planet. Wow. And, uh, and um, so I want to ask this question: What do you think of the CG man in this? What I think of the CG in this? No, like there's there's a guy in this that is clearly CG. Did you did you realize that? Oh, you got to go further for me. Maybe I didn't even realize it. <laughs> okay, so um, uh, the the main bad guy, he's usually talking to someone on the Death Star, who's also like an old guy, but he's like, it looks like he's clearly CG. Did you did you realize it, or were you just not paying that much attention? Okay. <laughs> yeah okay he looked really weird to me okay so he's he, totally cg yeah he's going to be in star wars grand moff tarkin oh my god my mind is blown okay <laughs> so, yeah. he looked super weird to me and i thought it was just me and my hatred for this movie like consuming everything no yeah so that's the thing so in in star in the original star wars the head of the of of the death star is grand moff tarkin they put him in this movie, but since the actor is long dead, they had to see they had to completely CG him. Yeah, they had an actor. Oh my god, that's crazy! An actor stand in, and then they CG'd his head over yeah. his body. But a uh, yeah, I thought it was better looking this time watching it than I did the first. I I thought it was still it's, it, it's still very CG, but I was I don't know I think maybe I was more forgiving of it this time. But I still wish they would have done more, like, like they could have like done like holograms more with it and shit instead of just having him always be in person to try and show it off. Because he's in it a lot more he's than I remembered. A, he's in it a lot. <laughs> he's in it for more than yeah. some of the Rogue One people, probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they oh, try he's probably and... got at least like five minutes of speaking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they try and give him like fucking like signature phrases from the first one. You may fire when ready. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I th I thought he looked a little bit better than I remembered. He still hits that uncanny valley because his face doesn't move like a real face sometimes. Yeah, he's got that kind of rubbery mouth every yeah. once in a while. But um, I also really enjoyed Ben Mendelsohn in this. Yeah, Ben Mendelsohn is really fucking uh, good in this. Krennic. Yeah. Um, I love that. I love in the Empire. There's just fucking hungry people. That want to be just this freaking the oh, the yeah. fucking top dog all the time. And yeah. they always get their shit like knocked back down. Mm -hmm. I love that. And wherein the rebellion, you don't get that as much. But what I also like in this movie is that the rebellion is usually like, it's the good side. Yeah. But in this, you see like how dirty they have to play sometimes. Mm -hmm. Whereas like you see the Cassian Andor person, like just straight murder a person. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's a fuck in this. And I love it because... Yeah, like uh, especially for it for being Star Wars, like in the seventies and eighties, where like it's very set good versus evil. Like because of this, they really gray up the lines by being like, well, I mean, sometimes we gotta kill a motherfucker that really didn't do anything to really cover our own ass because yeah. we're kind of 
playing in the shadows. Yeah. Um, but I do, I, <laughs> I still understand why Cole, you're just like, yeah, I can't get into this movie. Cause you have, it, there's no frame of reference to what they're talking about at all. Yeah. No, nothing. And I, I, I tried, I really tried. <laughs> and I was so just not interested in anything going on. Like I was waiting for even like a character from the original Star Wars to come on and be like, oh, I can, I can latch on to that. But nothing. And I'm like, why do I care about this? <laughs> I know. And then, and I think that's kind of like, uh, like for me personally, like, especially like when this came out, we were getting into the point where we, like the Force Awakens just came out and they were recycling old characters. And uh, especially for me being like, uh, like a diehard Star Wars fan, I kind of wanted to see other aspects of this world. And I think that's why I kind of liked this movie as much as I did when it came out was that it, it gave you, it gave you like a story from like a more of a, of like a blue collar uh, rebel soldier point of view where it, it's, it's like a story you've heard of in the original trilogy that kind of gets swept under the rug a little bit where it's like, yeah, a lot of people died to get these plans, but we're doing this now. And now seeing it firsthand and like knowing how little credit they get, but then like appreciating like all the work they put into it made me really like it. But I can see how like you watching or it's like, why do I give a fuck? Like, <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know what they're referencing going into like the big thing that it's going to be in like the later movies. So I, that's, no. I almost kind of like, like I, I would hear like Death Star and all this and I'm like, Okay, I kind of know what that is, but I really don't know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> what also is kind of frustrating in when this movie came out, so they they just recently had a Force Awakes, uh, Force Awakens come out. Yeah. And their um, protagonist is a brunette, <laughs> British speaking. Oh, I know. Woman. They look so and this, similar. It's a brunette British speaking woman. <laughs> And Solo just was. I don't. When did Solo come out? It was like two years after this because they did the Last Jedi and then they did Solo. And then it was like a brunette, not a British uh, woman, but like Amelia Clark. It's yeah. like all the female protagonists in this look exactly the same. Yeah. And I think even like Cassian Andor looks a lot like Poe Dameron. Yeah. And so, and he like, kind of looks a lot like the pilot too. Yeah, and ways. so, like, why does everyone look so much the same? Yeah, even though this this cast in this is a lot more um, uh, varied mm -hmm. as opposed to just whites. Yeah, <laughs> or aliens. Yeah, I mean, it, you still have your main people. I'm like, well, you just look like like a discount version of these people over here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. And so, like that can be confusing to like new fans coming on or yeah. trying to enjoy this. I'm like, well, I'm getting all my characters confused now. Yeah. So like, like Oh yeah. It, oh yeah. It's <laughs> cool. Uh, like the only good thing about like the watching mm -hmm. like this is that you won't see the character. She's like very similar to for another four movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'll, you'll probably, well, you almost might just strike this from your entire memory by the time we get to those movies. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it, it, 
I, it's this movie is definitely. I think this is. We talked about uh, last week how like Han Solo, like the Solo movie, was kind of for Star Wars geeks. I think this one is even much so more for Star Wars geeks. Yeah. Based oh, solely, I would say so. Based solely on the fact I, that, or go ahead. No, I I I enjoyed Solo because it had some people that I've heard of before. Yeah. It, it's, whereas this one, it's 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 this single movie. And nobody goes past this movie. So I've never heard of anybody in this movie before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Were you shocked when everybody died? <laughs> I was. <laughs> and like... <laughs> but I, you, I mean, you guys kind of spoiled it in a way from the week before because last week you told me like this movie has nothing to do with the upcoming movies. Like it stands alone by itself. So I kind of knew like, okay, okay. it's probably not going to have anybody that carries over. Yeah. But... I still like as people started dying one by one. I was like, "Oh my god, they really this is like nothing's going to carry on from this." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you think of Donnie Yen and his uh, friend who's got the heavy machine gun? Yeah, the blind guy. Um. Oh, okay. Sounds terrible. I put in my notes, I like the Liu Kang, Pat Morita team. <laughs> <laughs> because the guy looked like Pat Morita. Like, he really did. Yeah, I, I kind of look like him. liked them a lot. Yeah, I think they're my favorite, might be my favorite characters in here. They're, like, just way interesting. They, like, aren't really, they aren't, the one isn't, like, a Jedi, but he's, like, uh, yeah. a disciple of, like, the Force. Yeah. And so he's like uh, just force sensitive, mm-hmm. I guess. And then okay. his and then yeah. his friend is. I mean, they're all kind of just like Counter Strike characters, where like one's the heavy machine gunner and one's like oh, the yeah. the blind cool like uh, samurai warrior. And yeah. it, I I just like that they all have like their one specific skill, mm-hmm. and that's like it. And I almost just kind of like their relationship in general, where they just they kind of like feed off each other, where they're just they're almost kind of like. A very grizzled, war-torn R2-D2 and C-3PO. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> I can see that, yeah. Like, like one is just always getting into trouble, and the other one feels like he's like, has to keep saving him all the time, even though, in the end, he almost kind of realizes he never really saved him. Maybe he was, like, saving himself. But, no, I, I, I like their, their chemistry with each other. Did, um, did you catch your some of your favorite people from previous movies there cold because there were some cameos of uh your some of your favorite characters that we've seen so far so i'm pretty sure i saw c3po in there yep him and r2d2 were both in here okay um obviously i was i put in here i was a huge but my favorite part of the movie was towards the end i won't go too much into it yet but when darth vader shows up in the dark Oh my oh, yeah. god, that was awesome. I yeah. to use a term from wrestling, I marked out hard. Holy cow. <laughs> that's that's the moment I came back into the movie. I was like, all right, I'm hooked. It's like um, the last five minutes. Well, you know what? Then the movie sucked for two hours and eight minutes. Um <laughs> I didn't see any other people. Who did I miss besides those two? You missed your old pal Jimmy Smith? Yeah, Jimmy Smith. Oh, no, no, hold on. <laughs> I've got that note in here. Hold on. I've got it right here. Jimmy Smith gives me stability. <laughs> because 
<laughs> he was he showed up in the middle of that dull, boring ass part of the movie, like an hour and fifteen minutes or whatever oh, into yeah. it. Yep. And there's my boy Jimmy Smith, and I was like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna hold out for this because my boy's in it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good. Good. Yeah. So like Jimmy they... Smith is the man. I had no idea he was involved in Star Wars so much. I always forgot. Yeah, I yeah, I almost forgot that he was in this too. When he showed up, I'm like, oh fuck yeah. Yeah. I think this might be his last appearance. Oh, it will be oh. because uh yeah, his fate's determined yes. the next one. Oh yes. <laughs> he even like nods and like yeah. winks to the camera in this. Yeah, he's like, I'll wait for him on Alderan, wink. <laughs> Yeah, well, oh, no. tell you what, there's oh, a big no. thing that happens on Alderaan uh, in the next movie, so yeah. we'll get, we'll wait for that. Yeah, yeah. But just remember, <laughs> so all... I'm going to throw this out there. I know we're kind of breaking from the the, the progression of the movie here, but it's fine. Am I going to be really, really thrown off in the next movie? Because I'm going to be used to seeing the characters that the actors that play the characters now. I'm, and we're going to be jumping back 40 years in time. <laughs> I I mean, I think the only one that's really going to stick out is probably Han Solo. Everyone else is kind okay. of the same. Yeah. Okay. I All right. But what's great about the next one is you don't need to know anything yeah. going into it because that's everybody's starting yeah, point except starting for yours. Point. Yeah, that's the yeah. That's the very first Thank Star Wars God. movie ever. Yeah, so nothing is Nothing that we that we watch from here on in was that's not based on something that's gonna come up later. That's the first one. Yeah. So you'll just I have we're on a level playing field now. Yeah, you'll have <laughs> backstory on a little bit about Han Solo if you want it when you first meet him. Yeah. And you'll have a little bit of information going into this first movie from Rogue One that'd be like, oh, that's kind of a little interesting tidbit, I yeah. guess. But then otherwise, you're going in fresh like anybody else did. Um, depending on what version you watch, are you going to watch the Disney Plus version? Is that what you're going to do? Probably, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The McClunky version? The McClunky version. <laughs> I. Uh, now, why do you say that? You'll. It's very early on in the movie. Yeah. There is a bar scene with Han Solo and a guy named Greedo. Yeah. And just listen for it. Yeah. <laughs> it's for no reason. Okay. It makes no difference it, yeah. <laughs> to the story whatsoever. It's no reason. It's the only difference between okay. any, it's the only difference between every other version that came out and this one. Yeah. <laughs> I think the Disney I'm Plus excited. versions is the special editions, but the McClunky special edition. Yeah, for no reason. For no reason, yeah. It's just because George Lucas <laughs> okay. likes to tinker with it before he sold it to yeah. Disney. Um, yeah, it, it's going to be interesting because uh, just as as a bit of a spoiler, because Molly was so hyped after watching Rogue One that we went back and actually did watch Star Wars. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, I can't wait to hear Cole's feedback on it because it, it is the George Lucas special edition where he took the 70s movie and then threw in random CG aspects throughout which are so jarring <laughs> it's, oh, a, it's a 70s movie with 90s CG plastered over it in a few parts yeah and we'll oh sweet we'll talk a little bit more about it next week yeah. because I got more to say about that too but 
We'll get into that then. Yeah. Because George Lucas can't leave shit alone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Rogue One, I ended up, as a whole, liking quite a bit. There, So I brought up the trailer earlier, and there are shots in the trailer of... Uh, do you remember at the near the very end where Jin, our female protagonist, is at the top of this tower, and she has to like switch a lever to move the satellite dish? Well, there's a part in the okay, trailer yep. where she is like kind of limping to go to that tower, and then a Tie Fighter comes up and like is face to face with her, and I'm like, "Oh, that's so fucking." That did cool. not happen. That yeah. didn't happen no. in the movie. Yeah. And so, um, there's a few <laughs> points in the trailer where that's there's awesome shots, and I'm yeah. like, "Where did this happen in the movie?" Yeah. And I think, I forgot to look it up, but I think this movie went through quite a bit of reshoots. Yeah, they had to reshoot the ending because uh, the original ending to this was super depressing because I guess they they added the whole aspect that they had to transmit the plans. The whole thing was that they got off the planet with the plans and they got it into other other people's hands, but then Darth Vader captures them and then like kills them one by one in front of each other <laughs> oh god i didn't know that yeah or i've forgotten about so it went for that that was the original ending and but then the studio was like this is fucking depressing <laughs> so they just ended up blowing up on the on the on the beach by like all together and whatever so they had to change some things up to make it all make sense and and be within that that like two hour and whatever time limit. Yeah, I yeah I can see how that's a bit harsh, especially for it to be a, I guess a family movie. Yeah, but are they, Star Wars family movies? I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, this is this goes like in some pretty dark areas. This is for I a think Star Wars the movie. darkest Star Wars movie. Yeah, for sure. Um, even like later on, they get. I don't know, later on they have, like, darker elements, but I don't think it's as, like, gray, a gray of an area. Yeah. Or just the fact that no one survives is yeah. pretty dark, too. Yeah, that's, yeah, that could be a <laughs> very, case. Very dark. <laughs> um, what did you think of the droid K2SO? Oh, man, I really liked that droid. I even have in here that it really hit me in the feels when that droid died. Yeah, yeah. I, I think like, out of out of all the droids in all the series, he's probably my favorite. Because <laughs> he's like, yeah, for he's some so, reason I can't pinpoint why, but I really liked him. He's so sardonic and just in your face about like I'm saving you. Be thankful, asshole. <laughs> like, he's always doing shit like that. Like God, like every every line he was dropping in this, I'm like, man, I wish K2SO like moved on more, or I could see more of him. Yeah. I uh I liked him um but I think on this w- rewatch of all of Star Wars I'm kind of getting tired of like sassy droids um I so that was like the only thing and he's like really sassy in this <laughs> like to the point where I'm like okay like I know you got your memory wiped and whatever but I'm still like my my God, like, I'm taking a lot of sass from you, Alan Tudyk, right now. Um, like, he's... No, I, I'll take Separatist droids back. I want those, like, <laughs> dumbass droids that make the stupid comments right before they get smacked. But, like, 
I don't know. Like, in this, like, yeah, he's sassy, but he's sassy in the sense that, like, he only has loyalties to uh, Cassian. And, like, everyone else, he's like, well, I'm only keeping you alive because he says so. So, like, there's, like, there's, like, entire aspects where, like, especially between him and, uh, and Jin, where it's, like, they're almost trying to kill each other. <laughs> but it's, like, in, like, these weird fun ways where, like, that one time when, like, she, like, kills that one dread that looks exactly like him. And then he comes out from the background and he was like, did you think that was me? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was like, I don't know, like, small aspects like that where they're, they're having this, like, this weird tit for tat. And then at the end... Where it's like it's so small, but it like it means so much to them because she's like she gives him a blaster, and he's like, "Oh, you're giving me a blaster!" Like with the whole thing of like we've been trying to kill each other this whole movie, and now you're giving me a blaster and turning your back to me. Yeah, that's like her their their small way of being like, "Okay, I, I now I like you." Yeah, right before he dies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was good. Like they, it was a good send off though. It was, yeah. When he, I can't remember what the word was he used when he, when he uh, hit that button. He knew he was gonna die. What did, what did he tell? Did he say like thank yeah. you or? Yeah, it was like he was like just like uh, climb or something because he had they had to climb to get the thing. Yeah. Oh man, it just hit me. Um, was there? What was Forrest Whitaker's character's name? Because like I said, I don't look at Wikipedia or anything, so I don't know any of these oh, yeah. characters' names if I don't hear them correctly. So yeah, Forrest Whitaker's name is Saw Guerrera, and he's like okay. a very he's like a very obscure Star Wars character. Yeah. He... Okay. Well, I have who is Saul Guerrero. <laughs> so that's Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> yeah. So pretty close. Okay. Good. In, uh, I guess he is more. He's in like Star Wars Rebels. I think. That's like the animated show that's going on now. Yeah. So there's like more backstory on him there. Yeah. And I guess they had to do reshoots to make him look more like the animated character. Because I think he looked more just like Forrest Whitaker okay. when he first shot it. But then they gave him like the crazier hair yeah. later on. But what's cool about him is that I didn't know until like way after I saw this movie the first time. Is that he is like almost a Darth Vader, but on the rebel side. Yeah. Even to the point where he's like put together with like, he's half cyborg. Yeah. But he's just like a cobbled together piece of equipment rather than like a sleek version of like a, a cyborg pretty yeah. much. And he's, and, and like, he's almost just as corrupt too. Like the, the whole thing about Saw Gerrera is that he's, he's so against the empire that he's, He's a borderline terrorist. Yeah, even the rebels like, consider him an extremist. Yeah, like, like yeah, the rebels are just like, uh, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I couldn't quite, I couldn't get a grasp on whether he was like, you know, leaning towards the good or leaning towards the bad. So yeah, I'm kind of in that same boat where I didn't really know. Um, but like, did he? Okay. Go ahead. But no, but I'm I'm just saying that that's what I like about this movie is that they play a lot with the aspects of there's people on on like the Empire and the Rebel Alliance where they're they're taking these extreme measures that it's like it like that's kind of like what war is in general like especially with like Saw Gerrera where it's like he's he considers himself a rebel but he's he's bombing towns where he's hurting innocent people. <laughs> 
Yeah. And it, it it's getting to a, and but like he's like like what he does helps the rebels in the long run. So then it's like yeah, he's he's a terrible person, but they wouldn't have been able to do what they did if he didn't do what he did. Which it, it's like it it like it takes like the the things that happen in the upcoming movies and makes you more conflicted about them instead of just watching them as a whole and being like, "Oh yeah, they're all good and they're all bad." Yep. Yeah, I could see that. Was there... Am I dreaming this? Maybe I was already tuned out of the movie. Um, When they go to find the little girl, Rogue One, down in that little, like, tunnel, did she drop a Stormtrooper doll? Yeah. They have dolls? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess. Well, I'm sure there's propaganda to try and get you to be like, hey, join the Empire. Okay, I have in my notes. What did she buy it at KB Toys or something? Like, what the <laughs> hell? It made no sense to me. <laughs> well, it, it looked like it was just a cobbled wooden doll. Like it, I yeah. don't know. I figured uh, her old pop made it for. Her. He seemed to be somewhat of an engineer type. <laughs> oh, pop, pop, making dolls and Death Stars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's a doll while I'm making a Death Star. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, like just. I feel, I I almost kind of love that Cole hates this because it's like it yeah. There's so much in this that like they even like fill in kind of plot holes that happen in later movies, like even down to where like there being one particular weakness that can blow up the entire Death Star. It's always been it's been a thing throughout the years that people just kind of rip apart. Yeah, and then this one explains it in a way where it makes sense. Yeah. It's like a big band-aid over that plot hole. Yeah. <laughs> well, to me, it made no sense. Yeah. <laughs> It'll yeah. it definitely will later. Yeah, it will later. <laughs> but yeah, with that and then even um uh oh, fuck, what was I going to say? There was something else that like it it kind of explains away uh certain things that people uh uh will like critique over the years but i can't think of it hmm. i don't know either i don't know even like down to but even like down to like the whole scene when like uh the blind guy's like walking over to like switch that lever and none of the stormtroopers are hitting him yeah <laughs> <laughs> and those are the elite of the elite yeah i guess i in every single star wars movie there's the elite of the elite of the elite star stormtrooper yeah cuz they introduce like new stormtroopers every single movie that's like a different that's just a thing they do. Yeah. Uh, which is fun. It, it's so fun. They fly now? <laughs> that happens in the last one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, it overall, I, Cole, do you got any more questions, concerns? Um, comments? I mean, I have a note here that I felt like this movie just wouldn't ever end. It did go on pretty long. Yeah. And oh my god. I don't know. I, I, the next few, I think, are shorter, just because they were made yeah. like forty years I ago. Think, I think uh, the original Star Wars, when me and Molly watched, is just a tad bit over two hours, just a tad bit. Something like a breeze. Yeah. Whereas these are like two <laughs> hours been, plus. There's been so much in several of these movies that we've watched that I just feel like if they would cut 
it goes to like wrestling too, like coming from the wrestling background. Like if you take a thirty minute match and cut fifteen minutes out, it's probably gonna be better. Yeah. If you cut if you take a two hour and fifteen minute Star Wars movie and cut like twenty five minutes of dialogue out, <laughs> it's probably gonna be better. And Make that's with this one. I was just like, it just went on and on and on. <laughs> At the very end, I do have to ask, at the very end, the lady with the white robe, weird hair, she was in it a little bit before the end, too, but was that Princess Leia? That is Princess Leia. Yes. Okay. So I recognize her from my very little knowledge that I have of the original Star Wars trilogy. And I got kind of excited because, like, the layout of the screen and like the shot that they used made it look like it was from the 70s and i was like yeah. oh that's really cool because i know the next one is going to be episode one yeah or episode four actually yeah. but so, yeah. yeah so i got really excited for that that really perked me up and made me super excited for the next one yeah and and the thing is like uh one of the one of the aspects about this like the reason why molly really wanted to watch episode four right after this is that this movie takes place like just minutes before episode four yeah like that's pretty cool like you jump right into the aftermath of this right into episode four yep that's actually really neat. I might watch it tomorrow. When I when I finished this movie the first time in theaters, I wanted to jump right into episode four. Yeah, I'm like, it makes oh my you, god. Yeah. Cause just like even like down to so that scene that you were talking about with Darth Vader, even like all that shit, like just seeing what all those people go through just to make sure those plans get through to her to lead into episode four is like like that's what's being like. I want to see. I want to watch right now how all this unfolds. Mm-hmm. Because it's yeah, like cause, totally. Yeah, just because because like I I remember what what happens in episode four and all that shit. And it's like, god damn. Like that's why I like this movie so much. Is like you see like the people that don't get credit do all of this shit and then risk and then like sacrifice their lives for something that you know is gonna pay off in the long run. And I don't know, it, it was satisfying in that sense, and I really liked it. Um, to back Cole up, though, I do feel, though, as if it does jump around. I Not that it jumps around a lot, but it feels like there's a lot of, like, I gotta go get this, go get this, go get this, go get this. Yeah. And then I really wasn't, because I was kind of watching this peripherally at first, because I was watching the kids at the same time. Yeah. And it wasn't until, like, the very end, like, the last 30 minutes where, like, they try to get the plans and get them out of there that I was, like, fully, like, invested, like, not looking away from the screen. Yeah. And I thought that was very exciting. And, like, I know a chunk of the end was all, like, reshoots. So I I, I really was pumped to see the Darth Vader scene again. Oh, and man. all the way to the very end, I'm just like, oh, my God, that's... That's a great ending. Oh, it's a fantastic ending. And yeah, and even just... Yeah, that ending scene with Darth Vader, like, it almost solidifies him as, like, a horror movie character. <laughs> yeah. Like, just that whole scene where it's, like, it's completely dark, and then you just hear the breathing, and then the fucking lightsaber clicks on, and you're like, they're 
fucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was super cool. I got chills just on my arm just now. You explaining it because that that saved the movie for me right there. Yeah, that whole scene it it just solidifies him as just this force that you can't fuck with at all. Right. Yeah, and it's almost weird that we saw like we're watching it from the beginning where you see him as this kid. Yeah. And now he's just grown up. He burned in a river and now he's like this unstoppable monster. <laughs> burned in a river. Kids don't try this at home. <laughs> but yeah, I I I I appreciated it more on this watch than I think I've ever did. And I was excited to go back and rewatch it cuz I haven't rewatched it since yeah. I think we did the review of it the first time. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm almost kind of curious to get your thoughts on this movie after we watch episode four to see if you appreciate it anymore. Just based on the fact that well, I, I think this like this takes this movie is a, based a lot on the fact that you already know what happened, and then being like, wow, all that went into this. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I did enjoy episode one a lot more going back and watching it like several weeks later. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe after upon viewing episode four, maybe, maybe yeah. small, uh, uh, maybe yeah. we won't ask you to go back and rewatch it all, but I just, I don't know. Like this, I think this, this is definitely one of the, the prequel esque movies where it's like, you need to know everything that, everything that went into it to really appreciate what it is. Yep. Yeah. Okay. But uh, with that being said, we are going to get in to episode four next week. But before yeah. that, what would you grade this movie, Cole? Did your did your opinion change after some of our conversation, or are you still in the same boat? Uh, I'm still in the same boat. I gave it a C-. minus. Oh, wow. Okay, because... That was higher than I thought you would yeah, get. It's, <laughs> no, trust me. It's it's not the Clone Wars. It's not that hot trash that we watched a couple <laughs> weeks ago. But but a C minus because I went into it excited. It hooked me for like ten minutes and then I lost it for the next hour and forty five minutes. And then the ending though, like we were talking about just a minute ago, that ending was fantastic. Yeah. From the war out and out there and then like Darth Vader coming down and just whooping ass being a BMF all over the place in there. Like that was pretty cool. And then the ending kind of leading right into episode four, what I know, that saved it for me. So I give it a C minus. Okay. Um I am going to give this an A minus. Okay. I love this quite a bit. I do feel like though the some parts of it are wasted on cast that we don't get to know very much. Yeah. And it does do a lot of jumping around where it's like, oh my god, we're just going here, 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 where I think some of it could be cut. Like the whole Saul Guerrero mind wipe scene with that tentacle monster thing. Yeah, that's a bit weird. Like, eh, I don't, where, what is this doing here? So, like, it's still an A-. It's still a great score. Yeah. I'll go a tad bit higher. I'm going to give it an A. I really, really like this. Like, even down oh to... Oh, my God. I just... Mm. I'm just saying, like, I'm just based mostly on a Star Wars nerd point of view, too. Like, even, like, down to the very nerdy aspect that the, the Death Star laser is based off of the same crystals that make a lightsaber. <laughs> like, made me geek out a, a tad bit. 
So it's just all the aspects of Star Wars that they that they reference, but they're not like referencing like beating you over the head with it like they did in in Solo. It's just like the references in this are much more subtle, and then plus the like all of the the background and aesthetic makes you kind of feel like how uh, like the, uh, the upcoming movies like from the past made you feel. I don't know, like I like this. This feels way more detail oriented in terms of like someone that's already a fan of Star Wars. So I really appreciated it this time around. I'm giving it an A. Very good. Well, there you go. That's uh, our review of Rogue One on the Star's Warrantine hype train. Yeah. So, so going into Episode Four, Cole, what are you looking forward to the most? I want to see the beginning. I am so excited to see, like, the, the real beginning. Finally, <laughs> what we're supposed to see from the beginning, not what <laughs> you guys are making me see from the beginning. Um, so, yeah, I'm super excited to see, like, all the stuff that I've heard so much about, but I've never watched. Okay. And I'm also excited to see how on point the Family Guy Star Wars was with episode four. That's true. Because. Yeah, it is pretty on point. It's pretty. I'm close. not gonna lie. Yeah. They they because that's really... the only point of reference I have. Yeah. Did you watch all of the Family Guy Star Wars ones? I did. I might actually go okay. back and watch them again. <laughs> okay. Because I think they do stay pretty close or pretty true to the stories of the movies. So I'm curious on your takes on it. Yeah. I'm pretty excited for this actually. I'm kind this might be the most excited I've been going into one. <laughs> really? Oh cool. I Yeah. I'm curious to see when uh cuz you have very vague knowledge of Star Wars right now. Like little to none, but you do know a little. Yeah. To see what movie it comes out of. Cuz it's either going to be this next one or the one after that. <laughs> I doubt it's going to be the last one. Like Return of the Jedi. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just curious to see what where your knowledge spurs from. Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious too. <laughs> yeah. Because you're going to be introduced to almost every character you've been introduced to so far in some aspect. Well, not every character, but like the ones that are still alive. Like, uh, it's going to be played by different characters, but like Obi Wan's coming back and yeah, uh, like. Yeah, I want to see your take on the on the on the new old Obi Wan. <laughs> okay. Yep, and Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru is going to be Un- back. Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru, <laughs> yep, they're there. Oh man! Not letting Luke go to the Tashi station and play with to pick up some power converters. Uh, we'll, we'll, you'll you'll see Tarkin back. This... Yep, Grand Moff Tarkin not being CG, <laughs> he'll be in this. Yep. <laughs> Your uh, your I'm excited. First appearance of Luke. See what you think of him. Yeah, I want to get your oh. take on Luke for sure, because like, uh, I've, especially with like all of like these like Hollywood types that are like so over glamorized, kind of, and now getting to like Luke, where he's like your typical kind of clean cut like hero. I would I love to get your take on what you think of Luke, because. When me and Molly went back okay. and watched, when me and Molly went back and watched it this time around, like a tad bit of a spoiler for next week, I think like the chemistry between Luke, Han, and Leia is 
probably the best out of all the series. Hmm. Especially when they're like walking around the Death Star. It's I it I was my eyes were glued when it's all three of them together. It's awesome. Good deal. So I really want to get your take on it next week. I'm I'm really excited for next week. <laughs> so am I. Well, I plan on bringing all the hot takes next week. <laughs> oh shit! Look out. Uh, well, that's gonna do it, I think. So, uh, if people want to hit you up on the internet and talk about Star Wars, where can they do so? Uh, hot take havens. You can find me at Coach Havens on Twitter, and I look forward to talking to you. <laughs> You're mostly just getting hate mail from Rita. <laughs> I think it's what it is. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Rita despises everything I say. <laughs> Well, that's just par for the course. She hates everything. <laughs> everything and everyone. That pregnant idiot. <laughs> yeah. uh, where could they uh, talk you up, JT? Hey, always find me at Bucky Froman on Twitter. Also, Bucky Froman on Instagram. Bucky Froman on Snapchat, Troy. You can find me at Troy to the Max on Twitter. You can find both me and JT at Review Review Pod on Twitter as well. The Tournament of Random Movies is still up for now. Uh, for now, a couple, few yeah. days it'll be taken down. Yeah, it is, it is the Princess Bride versus Dread. So hit hit us up there if you haven't done that already. Yeah, you got a favorite, Cole? Princess Bride every day. <laughs> <laughs> gotta love that Andre. Uh, <laughs> you gotta love that Andre. That's my main point. Uh, all of our new episodes are uploaded onto pretty much every uh podcasting platform there is out there uh so you can find us there and if you want to write into the show you can do so at review at gmail.com that'll for, do it for sure so next week we're gonna watch fucking zardoz <laughs> oh yeah that's not even next week that's this week this, baby God, i wish it was next week. <laughs> that shit in between shows troy showed me the fucking trailer for this shit <laughs> It's just going to be as rough for me as it is for Good you, okay? God. I want to have this one under my bright red belt. If you <laughs> if you want to listen to us, bitch, tune in for our upcoming show, because it looks like it's going to fucking suck. <laughs> there's a weird floating, there's a weird floating stone head and fucking... I don't know what Sean is going Connery on. Connery and big red briefs. <laughs> It's like wearing a fucking red diaper the whole goddamn time. What the fuck did you get us into, Troy? I couldn't not watch this. <laughs> Zardoz. Yeah, the whole trailer. Watch, watch the trailer. If if anything, watch the trailer because the whole it's like Zor. <laughs> just a guy going Zardoz. <laughs> And then nonsense for like three <laughs> Nons- minutes. Yeah, it just random words. Random <laughs> words are happening. Like God, man, <laughs> life. Yeah, that's it. And then you see him fire a gun and slide on his little booty. God, yeah. <laughs> I don't never want to. I might have to join you guys for this one next week. <laughs> yeah, if it don't even watch it, Cole, just show up. <laughs> <laughs> Just do color commentary. Just do, yeah, do color commentary. <laughs> Deal. I'm in. Fuck. Fucking hell. Uh, but that's going to be the show. So uh, until we talk Zardoz next or Zardoz this week. Zardoz and, uh, and the original. 
Star Wars, episode four, A New Hope. That's right. We're on the fast track all the way to the end now. So excited. (laughs) But uh, I have been Troy to the max extreme. And I am JG3K. And for Hot Take Havens, we bid you adieu, and we are off. Got a kink in my neck. (laughs) 